Welcome to Radar. This program can be heard at thevinyldistrict.com or anywhere fine podcasts are found. Here is your host, Evan Toth. What are you about, man? That's the question Frank Anna asked himself when writing and recording the music for his latest EP, No Longer. Hearing Frank explain it, this was his opportunity to gaze into the mirror and paint a musical portrait of who he is, or who he was. The music on No Longer is dark, and the 90s kids in the room might hear some influences in the way of Enigma or late-stage Duran Duran, and Frank is happy if that's what you hear because he loves those sounds from the 1990s as well, which he fuses into his own subterranean musical landscape. But Frank will not be typecast. Nope. In fact, the way he tells it, he's already completed his next album and he's working on the next one. And neither of those records will sound like this one. So while we hope you enjoy the music you hear from No Longer on this program, don't get used to it. You may not hear it again, at least not from Frank. Or maybe you will. That's the fun thing about Anna. He seems to always be driving himself to the next destination. But if he's so inclined and can find a good artistic reason for doing so, he might just turn that car around. Perhaps from the back seat, you'll see Frank's eyes flash in the rear view and hear him ask, What are you about, man? Will you have an answer? How are you doing today, Frank? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. A little sweaty just on the on the, on the walk right now. <laughs> that's good. That's that's the best way to do it, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 We have weather's weather's nice here. Yeah, for sure. Where are you, Frank? I'm in San Francisco. Oh, okay. Cool. I, yeah, I yeah. thought you were West Coast, but I didn't know if you were Los Angeles or um, uh, elsewhere. And you're in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. oh. So, Frank, thanks for joining me today. Um, we're here to talk about your new EP. It's called No Longer. I really appreciate the time you took, uh, taking out time from your day to to sit down and talk with me. I really enjoy the 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 music. I really enjoy the EP. Thank you. I appreciate that. You got it. And there's there's a real mood that kind of permeates the entire EP, which uh, it's not that's not an easy thing to do. That's it's it's not easy to to get a whole mood going. But you've really got it going, and down to the album cover and the videos, and you really built a world. What were you kind of aiming for with this project? What kind of world were you uh, hoping to build? Fortunately, a, a, a world that's full of despair. I had the I, once I when I began writing this EP, I had to just dig deeper than I usually would in the past instead of trying to rely on a particular genre or on a particular influence. It was more like, dude, like, what are you about? You know what I mean? Right. Like, what are you, what are you about? What, what are you trying to convey? So eventually it was just like, yeah, I want to, I want to create this world. That's like, you know, this, this is what I'm dealing with. And everybody deals with this kind of stuff, but you know, for me, it's, it's, it's a very personal thing, you know, obviously. Right. And it's one of these, I guess it's kind of personal to you and it would be difficult to sort of figure out uh, from a bystander what's going on. But I guess, in other words, when you say, what are you about? You're talking about yourself. What are, what are, of course, of course. Yeah. 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 Unfortunately, I, I didn't take the chick career route where it was more about the, the listener. It's more about, you know, it's, it's I'm pretty selfish. It's, it's about me. Yeah, for sure. You know, I want to, I want to write songs and create material that, you know, that I think is beautiful and I think it's tragic in that, you know, I, I, I can cry to, you know, when I, when I listen back on it and I still, I still have the same feelings now that I had five years ago, you know, 
you know, when I was creating the, 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 the work. Yeah. So what's the time frame on this? Now, I know you've had some uh, you've got some experience in some other groups, but I, I um, you kind of had this done prior to the pandemic. But uh, I did. I did. But, but how long did it take you to sort of craft this thing? Because as I said in the prior question, it feels well crafted, like you put a lot of time to, to build this this sort of uh, audio aesthetic and uh, tell us about the process, how you, how you wrote it and put it together and, and recorded it. The way, the way I wrote it is that uh, instead of, instead of starting the song on guitar, on a piano, or the case may be, I started writing it in my head and I started focusing on particular chord progressions or melodies that were in my head as I'm walking on the street, pretty much, you know, soundtracking my life, like the stuff that would kind of make me be, you know, Kind of make me a little, a little emotional, you know. That's that's I wanted, I wanted to have that emotion within me, and kind of ride that, ride that way because I feel like, you know, this this is something I can, I can sell. Like I'm being authentic. I'm not being fake. I'm not trying to impress too many people. Hopefully, people are impressed by it, of course. But um, hey, hey, man, this is like you're getting the real deal kind of a situation. So yeah, it, it's it's all it's all about for me. Uh, getting a particular emotion out of myself and most most of the time I, you know i want i want to i want to cry I, I want something that makes me i want to cry this i just saw a thing the other day it said uh you know when you're when you're sad listening to 30 seconds of sad music will make you will make the normal human feel better or something like that <laughs> Maybe, yeah do you ever think about it. are you a sad song kind of guy I, I i i am but i also think it's it's cool for dudes to cry i, I don't think enough dudes cry I, I think it's kind of a taboo situation. I love crying, you know. Um, I like I like little sad little songs, of course, but I like little fun little songs as well, like little dorky little songs. But um, I, I don't want to come off as, as this like emo goth guy, but it is it's 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 like therapy in a way, you know. It's like self therapy. I'm in I'm into I'm into uh, self help situ situations, books, and films and whatnot I like a, I'm a dork like that but it, it, it does help me kind of get out those those bad emotions you know what I mean no I totally I totally understand what you mean it uh, you know songwriting it, it, it uh, I, I'm a songwriter myself and sometimes I feel cool. like everybody uh, if everybody had the, the ability and, and skill to sit down and write a song and more people do have that skill than they think uh, that's a it's a great way to get out emotions whether it be anger or sadness or even happiness you know it's a great of way course, yeah. great way to just uh, enjoy a happy moment and try to capture it like a picture you know and uh, you write certain songs and you look back on them and remember what you were thinking when you uh when you wrote them so so cool yeah i think it comes through on on these tunes yeah thank, thank you so much um hopefully it's, it's not it's not too sad no there's, there's, there's some happiness in there no it's not as sad as it is sometimes i get scared though when i listen to it frank <laughs> yeah those those uh the core progressions the core the core progressions that you know i ended up settling with uh i was i was very happy with it because it, it was kind of like getting out of that that one, that one, four, five kind of chord progression and trying some new things that may not technically be correct, but, but, but it, it creates this tension. You know what I mean? That, that I really, really loved it. Just, it just spoke to me. You know what I mean? Um, it's it, dark, but it's also, if I could use that word dark. Um, yeah. But also it's, it, it's, it's ambiguous in a way. There's, there's no resolution. It's, it's just kind of ambiguous. It's gray. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I do. Uh, and in fact, it kind of leads into another question I was thinking of asking you was, um, there, there is a repetition to the songs, both in kind of key and in tempo. And in, rather than that being a negative, it really makes the whole EP feel like one big piece rather than six separate songs. Um, so I think you do achieve that, you know, uh, back to this building a world, but musically too, it's almost like, a, you know, almost like a, it could be like a, I don't want to say like an operetta or something, but you know what I mean? It, it would function almost on stage as a, um, a larger piece. Did you think about that? I did. Um, I love film. Um, I, I, I wanted to make a, a film with music. Do you know, you know, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So, so the way I see sequence the tracks is hopefully, hopefully it's uh, it's achieving that. Like, I want I want you to walk down the street. I want myself to walk down the street and be able to listen to the the 28 minutes or whatever the case may be of that 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 material and kind of create these images in my head. You know, create create a film in my head as I'm listening to this song. And I'm I'm the person that scored it. I'm the person that wrote the music for that particular film. It, it, it changes every time I listen to it. You know? With the no longer video, it was immediately it was just like okay, I want this long. I love I love long movie scenes. You know, I love this, like, just one, this one, take, one, uh, one shot, 10 minutes. I, I could do that all day. Yeah. Like, you know, um, Corsese, so that, yeah, Corsese. yeah. I just, I just was like, okay, I just need a beautiful, beautiful building. I'm going to walk that building 10 times until we get the best shot we could possibly get. Right. And, you know, the grooves and feel of the project, uh, For I'm a child of the 90s. I grew up in the 90s and it's reminiscent of kind of a, you know, it reminded me of Enigma a little bit, like a 90s uh, thing, made me feel a little nostalgic. Um, sorry, sorry. Uh, one sec. Is there a train behind me? Go ahead. Watch out for that train. I was uh, just saying that the grooves on the project, you know, kind of remind me of the 1990s, like uh, Enigma and stuff like that. And they love it. They had me feel a little nostalgic. And uh, this was a that was a style of music that seemed to live in that little pocket of time there in the 90s that really hasn't been resurrected. But is it accurate to say that's sort of an inspiration for you here? Absolutely. Absolutely. I love I love Enigma. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I love I love the 90s. I mean, I grew up. Like everybody else that was born in the, born in the, the mid to late 80s, uh, listening to a bunch of, you know, radio techno and house music and, you know, kind of songs like that with a great backbeat and that atmos atmospheric uh, uh, keys and, you know, the, the, the occasional uh, female voice, you know, singing, like singing really, really pretty melodies over um, some nice music. Yeah, the grooves, it, you know, it's, it's Enigma. And I, you know, I'm also I'm a big I'm a big Serge Gainsbourg fan. I love Serge's um, arrangements a lot, a lot. I'm a huge fan of, of that guy. Um, so, so a little a little bit of that with a little bit of this, of course. Yeah, yeah, and and again too with the with that aesthetic vibe back in the '90s too, you would have it, it sort of made a darker vibe, but yet it was approachable. And I don't know, I almost want to use that word like. Um, uh, uh safe you felt kind of safe and relaxed in it and uh uh but at the same time you know it could be kind of brooding and i think of uh well like i said enigma or even some of that later duran duran stuff with the uh you know come on which i was listening to the other day and i was thinking yeah it was great how come Duran Duran never uh, continued with the stuff after that 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 late that '90s album? They had like kind of a bunch of hits, and then you never heard from Duran Duran again. I, I feel like so many people started chasing, they started chasing that new sound. I, whatever that new sound was, I kind of I, I kind of uh, ch uh, was checked checked out by then. But right. 
there's always a new sound that these, you know, the more established artists are like, oh, are we falling behind? Like, are we doing the right thing? Like, what, what are the kids like right now? Instead of just staying in your lane and creating a great body of work over and over and over again, you know, like a la, a la Dylan or something like that, just stay in your lane. Right. Yeah. Bob does that. Although, you know, sometimes we, he, he veered a little bit and got, got beaten up for it, but now he can do anything he wants. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. And back to the drums, you know, sometimes it feels like an acoustic kit. Sometimes it's kind of like a drum machine thing happening. What's going on percussively on the album? What is those are, I've, I've, I found the, uh, a library of drum loops. Oh, so yeah. So, so me, me and the, the engineer just chopped up, chopped up whatever, whatever, uh, breakbeat we could we could find that was sounded good with that song as I came in and uh, we just added it to the tracks yeah so that's that's why it's just the drums are just looped yeah so none of those drums are acoustic kits no 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 this this really i think i think they're mp3s or something wow three tracks yeah yeah it sounds it sounds great yeah the, the engineer was a really great great guy this guy jacob winnick um out of tiny telephone in san francisco Oh, yeah. um, great engineer great mixer just did a really really uh, did a hell of a job and what else do you play on on the album frank you're 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 kind of a multi-instrumentalist guy yeah yeah so so i i, I did some guitar did some the, the, the spacey kind of guitar atmospheric guitar I, I did uh some bass i did kind of some uh what do you call it some some programming stuff with a drum machine just just creating some weird bonker sounds yeah uh a little a little piano as well a little piano so you played all those guitar parts? No, uh, no, I, I played the majority, but also my, my buddy uh, Wyman Miles from uh, the Fresh and Only's played played some lead tracks as well. Yeah, the guitar parts are really nice, you know, and, and almost back to the '90s, you got that sort of 1990s uh, resurfaced spy, you know, spy stuff going on with a lot of tremolo and uh, really cool. I love it. Yeah, it's I some- love it. I love I love the '90s so much. I I, I especially love like. You know those, those those UK bands, those shoegazer bands and whatnot. And yeah, I mean everybody likes those those shoegazer bands. So you know, I try I tried to incorporate that as well. Yeah, for sure. How come more people aren't jumping on that '90s sound? People are still still hooked up with the. Oh, they oh they oh, they, they totally are. They totally are. You think so? There's, there's, there's so many there's so many artists right now. There's 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 uh, G, uh, Gen Zers that are, are jumping on that '90s wave for sure. Oh, cool! I have to check it out. Yeah, you've got kind of a hardcore background and a lot of genres in your past. And can you just talk about shifting gears musically into um, into the sound that you've got here on No Longer? You know, I was telling a buddy uh, about this, talking to a buddy about this the other day. I never really tripped on what I was doing. I was just doing it. I, I didn't care about being in a hardcore band. I didn't care about being in an indie rock band. It was more like, oh, this is this is a dope moment right now. Right, like it, it, the, the genre and this the scene, if you want to call it that, was never that important to me. It was just like this is dope right now. But but my dream was also was always just to be able to write my songs. I always just wanted to write my songs, and I uh, I appreciate everybody that I played with. My dream was always just no matter what to write my songs and re- and release my songs. So hopefully, um, you know, build an audience. Before I recorded no longer, I was playing kind of in you know like you said a '90s kind of. Uh, indie rock band like mm-hmm. the feelies oh, the feelies yeah. meet you know something like that like a shoegaze the feelies or something who's another band i love i love the feelies so much oh that's uh, funny. i mean i'm in uh, the town i'm in actually is hawthorne new jersey and they they came uh they came out in a town called Halden, which is literally yeah. 
a mile and a half that way. So that that's where they were all from. They're from this uh, neighborhood. They're they my favorite American rock band for sure. I wow. love that band so much. Yeah, only only life is just is, is one of my favorite records for sure. Uh, yeah, so I was we were very influenced by that band. Um, but like I said, I, I didn't want to chase somebody else's sound, and I needed to sit in my room and deal with the things I need to deal with to create my own my own sound. Like you said, like I needed to create my own my own thing, and it needed to be organic. You know, I I I had to sit there and just kind of like. Like I said in the beginning of the interview, like, what are, what are you about, man? And then eventually I just started walking down the street and just like sounds started coming to my head. And, you know, eventually I got better and better at doing that, getting better and better at creating melodies on the fly and being, getting better and better at um, creating particular rhythms. You know, I, I think I think it worked out. I think it worked out for sure. Yeah. What are you about, man? If this were a print piece, I'd, I'd title it. What are you about, man? I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. I really don't know. Oh, no, <laughs> I don't know. Not to be not to be all mysterious uh, persona guy, but I, I don't know. No, you know well, some of it could be anything. Yeah. You know, times where you think you know, and then you don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's so many times where I'll, I'll get, uh, I'll be driving or just walking down the street, I get panic attacks, being like, "Oh my god, man, there's so many possibilities." Do you know, like, what what's stopping you from doing this and this? You know, like, right? It's like, oh, it's you. Like, oh man, oh, I, did, I never thought about that. You know, there's just, I get so freaked out by just how many uh, possibilities there are, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I try not to focus it too, uh, focus on it too much, but um, I feel like I'm in a, a really, a really great spot to kind of keep exploring that. I mean, the next record you hear will not sound anything like No Longer. The next record after that won't, won't sound like that record. The next one after that won't sound like that record. Maybe I, maybe I have multiple personalities. I don't know. Well, it's funny that you say that because I, I also had read in another interview with you that you said you did have another record uh, mastered, mixed, and ready to roll. Uh, do, you, do you have uh, you have something ready to go? Any, any details you could give us? Yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send it to their printers right now. Uh, actually, in a, in a few days or so. It's called Cruel Alamore. Uh, I, I, I made it with this guy in Seattle named Johnny Goss. Very interesting record. Very interesting mix. Uh, I, lo I, I love it. I we finished it maybe uh, uh, before the pandemic, so yeah, we kind of got backtracked with releasing it. Um, just a just a like I said, like whoa, like, like that's that's me. That's really weird. I, I would have never imagined three years ago creating that kind of record. You know, um, I think it's great. I've been I've been listening to nonstop this through the throughout the pandemic up until now. Uh, walk down the street, listen to it. I think it's fantastic. The mood is, it's, 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 it's zany. It's a very zany record. It's fun. It's, it's catchy. There's a lot of, lot of, lot of great hooks. Uh, what's the name yeah. of it again? Cruel Alamore. Cruel Alamore. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready for it, man. I'm ready. Cool. So Frank, where can people find out a little bit more about you? What's, uh, where's uh, Frank uh, to be found on the internet and stuff? I, I, have, I have an Instagram, you know, uh, which is my, my, my handle is my name right now. Uh, I need, I need, I need to, I need to, uh, bulk up my, my social media presence, but, but it, it will be happening very, very soon in the next month or two. Um, going to make a, a really great video, um, in the, the next week or two for, for Corella Moore. Yeah. I, I, I will, I will be around. You will be seeing, you will be seeing me for sure. Well, cool. I hope so, because I really enjoyed this record. And, uh, I think I really appreciated, like I said, the, the, the world that you created, the, the, the vibe that you went for. And I think 
I think the vibe that you were trying to achieve, you achieved. And I think it's really cool. And it's a, it was a refreshing, refreshing yet familiar feel for me, a familiar sound too. But uh, I really liked your treatment and I love your, your vocals and, um, and keep doing what you're doing, Frank. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, I think it, I will be expanding on that world. I'm very, very excited for people to hear what comes out next. Um, hopefully they like it. Well, it leads me to maybe one final question. You know, the, it, this was an EP. This was only six songs, only six songs. It's still, it's it's very close to what you would have for a, a full length, but it does feel like, you know, you might have a, uh, um, a no longer part two or volume two or something, or, you know, do, do you, it sounds like you enjoy jumping these genres of music, but do you think you'd revisit this particular style? I don't think I, I, I don't think I could. I don't think I could. I think, I think that was me at that particular point in time. Um, right, right now, you know, we, 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 we age. My mind is totally different than what it was, um, you know, when I made that record. Mm. Um, I, I'm, I'm actually recording another record right now. It is totally different than the record I just told you about. Just right. totally this different ballgame. I, I, don't, I don't know why. I, I, don't, I don't sit there and, uh, oh, wow, it's a fire fire helicopter above um i don't know i don't know I, I don't sit there and think about anything it's just all the hey man we're doing this let's this is what we're doing maybe though maybe we'll see all right all right well you've got one request from me okay all right i may, I may, I may do it for, for you evan <laughs> i appreciate that all right my friend thanks so much for your time i appreciate it all right thank you so much evan okay frank be well all right take care okay bye-bye Radar is produced by Evan Toth in partnership with WFDU 89.1 FM and The Vinyl District. You can hear Radar on WFDU 89.1 FM or anytime online at thevinyldistrict.com.